0: Hi, right, good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is another chilly Sunday. Yeah. We're not going to do, we're not doing business on a Sunday for a change. We've no. been doing business for the last recent one, hasn't we? Well, I think it
1: was only last one. Normally we um, don't tend to do business. It's more kind of family or travel or something along those yeah, lines. So today's
0: going to be a family one more. But yes. okay, so this is episode 61. Yep. Um,
1: on a podcast a couple of days ago, a uh, uh, or might have even been yesterday, but a really, really large Facebook group, which is um, the Lockdown Family Tips or something. I can't remember the actual name of it, but um, I've been playing around in there a bit lately just Mm. to kind of see what goes on in there. And um, and there was this kind of heartbreaking post from somebody who was just at her wit's end with um, juggling the kids, Mm. working from home just trying to keep going in in the way that we are at the moment um, right, and
0: right so we're doing this just in case someone's yes. listening to this in, a in the future Future. this is currently january of 2021 yeah so we're still very much in the midst of covid and, and lockdown pers- yeah the
1: person i was referring to was in the uk who's in like they call it Lockdown 3.0 because it's their third lockdown um, and the schools are shut. Um, and I think now the nurseries are shut as well. So, like, everything. Nurseries is, it, are shut so. as well.
0: well. I
1: think so. I, I might be wrong on that. But, um, but yeah, so lots of people are struggling. And the um, and it's really different as well because I, I was under the impression that this time a lot of the schools, well, all the schools are doing a re- much more switched on this time around because obviously right. they're kind of more prepared for it and are doing, like, all-day learning with the kids. Um, but that's only with some, because you've got to realise that, you know, some areas, kid, less affluent kids don't have access to screens and things, especially if there's, like, three or four kids in a family that haven't all got a laptop each. Right, um, hang on,
0: hold, hold your foot up a second. What? So for those that are just joining, like, it was, we haven't actually said what this episode's about. <laughs> we
1: haven't got that yet. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> it's a long-winded intro. Oh, right,
0: I'm oh, sorry, we're still in intro. yeah are. Oh, sorry, guys, I should have interrupted.
1: So, um... So, yeah, so all the schools are doing very kind of different things with people uh, with, right. with, the, with in all areas of the country. And so, you know, nobody's... I think um, somebody said on... Uh, who was it? Our most recent guest, my brain's on, Craig, um, right. said... That Craig
0: Matthew, if you're... Listen to yeah. This we uh, did a great interview with him. A couple of episodes ago. Yeah, a couple of episodes uh, ago. Yeah,
1: fifty eight, I think. Um, but he was saying that analogy that people keep using that we're not all in the same boat, but we're all in the same storm, and yeah, that's so yeah, true yeah, like with it. this. So to get to what today. <laughs> 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 <Ta-da! laughs> I wanted to just talk about homeschooling um, because. We did that uh, for two years. Um, we did
0: it before there was any issues with Covid. Exactly. And, we, and we didn't really, we only knew one couple that had homeschooled or were homeschooling. So to us, it was completely alien.
1: And it was a necessity, albeit one that we chose because we were traveling, but there was no other way for us obviously to educate our kids.
0: Yeah, so, so we, we opted the children out of school in July of 2018. Yep. And uh, homeschooled them for basically 18 months while we traveled around the planet. Yep. And um, yeah, and you have this kind of romantic idea of what, it's, what homeschooling <laughs> is going to be like, don't you? So, um, and, and we were quite worried about how the schools were going to respond to us homeschooling and, and traveling, and they couldn't have been more supportive. Yeah. They were phenomenal, weren't they? Yeah. They gave us loads of access to resources. Um, they wanted to be kept up to date yeah. throughout and they were generally quite excited for, for the journey we were about to go on yeah. and, um, and we were unaware of a lot of the online, which you'll probably cover in this but a lot of the online resources that are available to yeah. support parents Yeah. Um, but it was one thing that tripped us up massively mm-hmm. when we started travelling and homeschooling because we thought that the idea of um, Traveling around the world, and the kids only having to learn for maybe a couple of hours a day, yeah. was going to be the easiest thing in the world, didn't we? Because yeah. we would still have our businesses to run, and uh-huh. um, so we kind of planned out the day accordingly, didn't we? Yeah, we and had yeah.
1: visit visit uh, visions of them just um, you know just getting on with it and us doing our stuff, and then we'd all go to the beach for the afternoon yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, it would
0: be like this, and we'd all do it skipping and smiling all the way through, and the. And at the time, Zach was how old? Five. Six, five. Yeah. So when we started that, so that made about eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we thought, okay, no problems. And the kids are great. Yeah. Our, our two kids, don't get me wrong, no no, family dynamic is entirely perfect. Yeah. You know, we, it's always a bit of a bumpy ride. But fundamentally, our, our two kids are really good kids, and they're bright, and they're enthusiastic about a lot of stuff, yeah. and they were doing well at school. Yeah. And um, so and
1: and also we can without being big-headed we consider ourselves fairly bright people you know fairly well, well educated but it's really hard well
0: yeah so w- when we started oh and sorry when you dip your toe in the water of homeschooling and you start looking at homeschooling groups what you'll find is a lot of people are doing it really well mm-hmm. and are doing it like and who just make it look really easy <laughs> yes. and they make it and it almost becomes their Especially the homeschooling community, I think, prior to the COVID stuff, because because yeah. it was a, quite a niche, it yeah. was an unusual thing. The kind of people that did it and stuck to it tend to have a setup that made it really appealing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it made it easier. It made it they for whatever reason the decisions they made in life made that process yeah. a lot easier. So every resource we were looking at, you had these. Mothers and fathers were going, oh, it's the most wonderful thing in the world, this yeah. homeschooling, and it, oh, it's and the children love it, and we love it, and everything's one big adventure. And we thought, wow, that sounds like it's <laughs> going to be awesome. First day of homeschooling, how many tantrums did we have? <laughs> Quite yeah, we were like, okay, we're going to do this for two hours, kids. And they were like, two hours, two hours, it's way too long. And we are like, but you're at school for like six hours. We're only doing it for two. And we would spend every hour of learning i reckon we would spend an hour and a half to two hours of arguing yeah yeah to get one hour of learning yeah would that be fair yeah easily and when i say arguing i mean (laughs) full-on like meltdowns like crying screaming that was just you yeah 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 (laughs) I mean, well, it got so bad that I didn't do it anymore.
1: No, I know. yeah, you couldn't handle it at all, could you, in terms of the patience with the kids?
0: Yeah, I was like, I feel like all I'm doing is yelling.
1: And you're a really patient person, which really <laughs> surprised me with you, but yeah, you, you, I was more patient, I guess, because I've got a teaching background from music. Yeah. There was part of me that kind of got it a little bit, but yeah, I mean, teaching your own. But then I remember that with my mum, you know, I'm, I'm a, for people that haven't heard our podcast before, I'm, I'm a kind of a ex-musician as it were I mean you're always a musician if you're a musician but I don't really kind of practice it as a career anymore but I did for a while and my mum is also a musician I come from a long line of kind of musical people and uh, she used to teach me when I was a kid and I remember like instruments being thrown <laughs> and all sorts because you just it's so difficult to teach your own kids
0: yeah well they're hardwired to you aren't yeah. they <laughs> you know they can say things and do things that other children could probably say it and do and you'll be like it would be like water off a duck's back. But when your own child does it, it's like, you did what? <laughs> and it's because you have all these other responsibilities as a parent in yeah. terms of automatically wanting to correct certain behaviour that when they're not your child, you're like, well, that's down to the parents to sort that out. Well, and vice so, versa,
1: isn't it? Like, if you're, if as the child... a teacher shouts at you and you're like sat upright listening really scared your parents yell at you and you're like yeah whatever yeah yeah, yeah. i've been (laughs) here before yeah
0: so yeah it was massively stressful i would say like the because we were when we were traveling um, we were basically changing countries at the at the minimum every month but sometimes it was every two to three weeks so we were changing countries and 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 whilst juggling business as well and suddenly having two children um who we were very used to being off at school yeah all four of us living in one small space all the time so there's lots of things thrown at us. but even so we always said that the hardest thing was the home school because it just created so much tension in the household that um and it was exhausting and you, so what we ended up doing was trying to start it earlier in the day, didn't we? We'd be mm-hmm. like, right, okay, look, we want to get out this afternoon. We've got work to do. We can do some work this evening when we get back, and we get some work done in the morning. So guys, let's get some breakfast done, and let's just get some learning done early, and then we'll be fine. You get to, We could start like at 8 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We'd still be arguing at <laughs> 1, 2 p.m. Yeah. in the afternoon and wondering where's the day's going, yeah, the day's yeah. disappearing. And This should have only taken us an hour and a half, two hours next. Yeah, and then we'd
1: have to get on with our own stuff
0: yeah and you're wound up yeah, and you're stressed, stressed and yeah. strung out and so what one of the reasons why we, were, we wanted to do this homeschooling episode today was because you're right there's people trying to deal with homeschooling right now in a dynamic that's way more tense than yeah. in than what we were experienced because at least we had the advantage of like Wow, look at where we are! You yeah. know, we're in this part of the world right now, and oh, we're going to be on the beach this afternoon, yeah. or oh, we're going to go visit this wonderful place, or are we going to this next country next week yeah. and all this kind of stuff? At least it was in that very positive, optimistic dynamic, and it was right? our
1: choice at the other day, at the end of the day, and we didn't yeah. have any outside pressures. I think that's what a lot of the people I've seen that are struggling, um, or post, you know, putting post up that they're struggling is that you know the school are expecting them to the child to have done X, Y, and Z by the end of the week or whatever it is. And so we've had that as well because, so we stopped homeschooling um, and once we arrived in France and sent the children to a French school, yeah. but they needed a lot of support with that because they didn't speak French and ne- neither do we, so there's a lot of kind of translating that going on. Um, but then come March... Of 2020, of course, we were all thrown back into homeschooling yeah, again. And yeah. all of a sudden we had to do homeschooling. And now in another language. Yeah, well well in French.
0: Yeah. yeah, we had to do these calls with them in Same French. Calls, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, so. I, 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 and I think it's compounded by the fact that being a parent has, like, you have you have enough stresses being just a hu- human being, an adult. Yeah. Right. In terms of all the responsibilities you have in life anyway. Yeah. And then being being a parent on top of that in terms of not just, okay, you got to put food on the table and keep a roof over your head. But there's always the guilt dynamic of, okay, I've got work to do, especially if it's most of us work from home now because yeah. of COVID. There's this, like today for you and I, it's a Sunday. Yeah. But we've spent a lot of today working yeah. and um, and the kids, uh, obviously, they're not at school today. Mm-hmm. So they've just been playing uh, like outside and around yeah. the house. And both you and I feel very guilty yeah. about the fact that we're sat here staring at our laptops yeah. and the kids are...
1: But we're behind because of like snow days and illness. Yeah. So it's a, it's a must.
0: We have to, we have to catch up when yeah. we catch up so then you throw in on top of that okay you're now responsible for your children's future yeah in their education yeah and and not just that uh, you have to show them what that is but you have to deliver it at a level that they are enthusiastic and understand well
1: and something you have no experience in
0: god yeah none you know? of us are taught it no. unless you are in it, the profession teacher, right?
1: exactly and um you know and, and it, it may be that Personally, you hated school, and all of a sudden yeah. you're kind of thrown back into having to understand all these things yourself to then be able to kind of translate it to your kids. Yeah,
0: um,
1: and yeah, it's it's extremely difficult.
0: And but you're also not. Um, it's almost like you're not allowed to complain about it. Yeah, it's the. Um, it's almost like it's socially and like you're you'll be socially shunned mm-hmm. if you say, "Oh, I find my children impossible to teach." Yeah, because in some way you might be saying. Well, my children are are bad children, or they're or they're stupid, or they're whatever it is. It's like no, 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 no. It's like you're being put in a really difficult position, and and like we, I would never say that we absolutely cracked it with mm. the kids homeschooling. No. It was there was we we got done what needed to get done, but we, it was always. Got-
1: coping mechanisms which is why i wanted to do this today to see to to just put them out there and hopefully they might help some other people yeah it's a great show because we just we we're not perfect at it we still have to do homeschooling to a point now all the time because um even though our children are are at school at the moment we're not locked down and they are at french school they get a ton of homework
0: huge amount Um, and again they
1: need a lot of support with that at the moment because their language still isn't obviously that of a local they're they're getting there but they they're not it's not their first language yeah. so they, they still need a lot of support around kind of what they need to do and how to do it etc Um. so yeah and we st- still struggle with it now on a weekend trying to get them to get off the flipping screens
0: <laughs> yeah get, well it, do anything that is not play yeah to and get homework done yeah. is and you're right it, here in france there's in this particular case with this particular school it feels like we're still homeschooling. Yeah. Because um, there's just such a huge volume of homework. And the good thing is the kids, when they get their head in gear to do it and they get it done, the sense of achievement, they they actually really enjoy it. Yeah. They, they actually really, they get to the other side really pleased they've done it. And that's one of the things that helped us with the homeschooling piece was the, it's not giving in. Mm-hmm. It's like being that, you don't be that immovable thing it's like well we have to get this done and yeah. and we had that with zach if you well what would happen was we would have zach yeah would be impossible to teach and um and he had a really strange um thing that nobody warned us about and um like he was doing really well in his class and before we pulled him out of school and and he just couldn't. He just couldn't get the idea of having to do learning at home. Just couldn't understand why. Why would you do that? Well, this is
1: a, this is a whole thing, though, isn't it? Because we right. were told about it at the time, and and again, this this is what the parents now that are having to homeschool and not having the luxury of. Right. So, in a lot of these homeschooling groups and the traveling groups and the world schooling groups and all these different things, they talk about unschooling. And that if you. Well, it wasn't unschooling
0: I was going to go into, but okay. Yeah,
1: well, they, t- they talk about the fact that if you transition from school to homeschool, yeah. you need to give the children, I think it's something like one week or it might even be one month for every year they've been at school yeah. off, completely off, yeah. nothing. Yeah, doing Before nothing at all. Before you even attempt to then start homeschooling because they need to somehow make that kind of like decompression from this rigid kind of learning structure at school to a lot more fluid learning at home. Yeah,
0: well because they because the thinking behind it is that they associate learning with that building, with that environment. Yeah. And whereas they need to understand that learning is actually bigger than that. It's yeah. a, it's about it's more than just that particular room or that particular teacher and that's why unschooling so and yes. you're right there's a whole Set of research and support that says that children need to be unschooled before they homeschool. And because what we were finding, because we didn't understand the unschooling thing very much at all until we started to try and teach Zach. And again, he was only five at the time, so it's not like he was at school for years and years and years before that. Yeah, but it was enough of a time for him to be in school to recognize that that's where he learns. Home is not where he learns. So the way we had to try and get him to learn. Was we used to have to literally make up a like a pseudo classroom, just like we used to set up a little desk, set well, up a no, chair. Well, no pseudo
1: um, his classroom? Yeah, Where he would because we we battled with him for about a month, I think, didn't we? Until he suddenly one day when he was having a crying fit, yeah, just said it's not the same as school. Yeah, and, and, we're like, and we were like, yeah. ah, okay, breakthrough, and yeah. and. Of spoke to him about how he wanted it, and they used to sit on a rug in a circle, and, yeah. and then they do this, and then and so we kind of did it the way he wanted to do it. And, it's, and that started to break the journey we were on and, yeah. and have this kind of breakthrough moment so that we could start to progress and, and build. And we weren't doing like proper layers five, you know, we yeah. were, it was still fun based learning, you know, yeah, it wasn't it was. like we were it was very getting him to write lines all day long or something, yeah. <laughs> you know. We're not built that way, anyway.
0: No, and yeah, it was, it was, it was again being there and move. It was like every day we were we're doing learning now, and we'd have a massive tantrum, yeah. massive like kind of trying to deescalate the conversation all the time, stop it going into kind of meltdown, and the, uh, but we'd still be like, we has to be done, has to be done, and even if we just got a little bit done, it was like okay, we've got a bit done. We yeah. would never. We never quit before something was yeah. done and and so at least we moved the needle a little bit and if that took instead of the two hours we allocated, if that took five hours to achieve what we were supposed to achieve just a percentage of what yeah. we did what we were supposed to do in two hours, then that's what we did each day yeah. and then eventually he was just like, "Well, I have to do something, yeah. I'm gonna to have to do some learning at some point, but it does beat you up it, yeah. I mean it be it made us all so. Made us tired. It made us stressed. Yeah. Um, it made us generally dislike having to homeschool whatsoever. And and seeing the groups, um, I mean, some some people can be quite sycophantic about um, homeschooling and quite well, judgmental well, about some people, others, other people. Yeah,
1: some some people are just, um, for want of a, what a better word, blessed with kind of a a, a geek geeky child yeah. that really just loves getting on with it and learning themselves and, and, you know, really enjoys the process and will go off and take themselves off and I used to get so jealous of those people. Go, oh yeah, my little one just does this and I'm like,
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, because R2 just aren't like that. R2 R2 would far rather be playing and running and being active than having to sit down and do anything in a a really structured way. They're capable of doing the structured stuff, which they've proven this year, in the last year being in France, they do very well when they're in class, but when it comes to home and play, it's like, no, 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 no. I don't want any of that.
1: Well, and that's kind of, that leads into my first point really, um, is to really kind of embrace how your child learns, um, Mm. because they are all so different, which sounds really obvious to say, but in in general, with our two children, um, Zach is much more of the kind of laid back character. He will play with his own toys. He'll, you know, go build Lego for hours. Uh, he's happy in his own company. So you would think he'd make the better learner. Yeah. But he still now is, between the two of them, far harder to get to learn something than Annabelle.
0: Oh, well, she will literally... So going back to the point of the level of homework they get, they get a lot of homework. Uh, they get a lot of homework on a Wednesday, and then they get a lot of homework on the Friday. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they're the hard dip- days. Yeah, and the, the difference between their behaviour when they both get in is, is night and day. Yeah. Belle will get in, she'll let, take her school bag out, so uh, homework out, and she will immediately crack on with getting her homework done. Yeah, she done. just wants to get it out of yeah, the way. Yeah, and it, it doesn't matter if it takes her from the moment she's home till she goes to bed, it's like, I'm getting this all done. So I've got the weekend. In fact, it's where Zach's like me and Belle's like yeah, you, I right? So yeah. because I will, I'm like, I'll leave it to the last minute, <laughs> Like, I'll wait till the pressure's up and then I'll get the work done. And, and you, you're the same as Belle, yeah, or the same as you, rather. Yeah. yeah, it's like, get it out of the way, and then I can relax for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're very di- they're different children. I just are very, And it's not like, I don't think we're entirely. Like, it's not because we raised them that specific way. No, that's of course, who they no, are as exactly. personalities, right? And that's
1: why if you've got more than one child, you know. It's tempting, you know, if you're if you're working from home, you know, you kind of want to get your kids together, right? We're doing it this way, so that then you can get on with something. But if they're different learners, you've got to let them learn the way they they want to learn, because it it's just you're just putting too many hurdles in the, in place otherwise. Yeah,
0: within parameters, like course. certain parameters, yeah. right? Well, because at the
1: moment, the schools are setting those those parameters anyway for a lot of children. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, just you know, it, you might have a very visual learner. Which again, um, Zach is a very visual learner. Yeah. And um, so kind of just trying to embrace that. We, you know, we started to, to get him learning through uh, TV programs and stuff. So yeah. we were almost like disguising that learning, weren't we? Yeah. Um, well,
0: anything that was gamified as well. So yeah. one of the great things about um, the last few years of homeschooling is everything's become very app-based. So we, wh- where our children still do well today is in maths. And one of the things I put that down to is when we were traveling, mm. one of the apps that they loved, what was the math? Was it mathletics?
1: Well, there's several. Um, so you've got mathletics, <coughs> um, but actually, neither of them were as keen on that one. They liked right. it, but not as keen. Math seeds was the one that they both really liked. Yeah.
0: Is that yeah. the one that gave them uh, an idea as to where they ranked age wise?
1: Uh, no, that is Elephant Mass, uh, which right, again okay. is another one that they, they really like. Because
0: they loved getting the, the idea for them. The and they were why, older
1: than they were. Yeah, yeah,
0: and the further they could push the age away from their actual age because of the results they were getting in their test. Yes. Because the way it does, that Elephant Mass you say, mm-hmm. Elephant Mass works, is it will, it will take the scores of their tests and then compare it against the whole range and then mm. give them an age. And, and they got quite far ahead. Which of course
1: that. is also good for you as a parent because you get an idea as to how they're doing. Yeah. Because um, that's one of the other things home homeschooling, you haven't got that feedback. Although I think again, at the moment you have because the school are obviously marking stuff and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, elephant Elephant maths is also good because it's timed. Um, yeah. So they have to get as much done as they can in whatever time limit you set and I think they advise somewhere between like 20 and 30 minutes depending on the age of your kid yeah but it applied this
0: pressure on them well it it did because
1: if ever they'd start like wandering off or go oh I'm just going to get a drink you'd say remember you're being timed and they'd be like oh god yeah yeah. (laughs) run back to it and get on with it because they didn't want to waste any of the time so that really kind of focused session was great for that
0: well it also gave it's given them a foundation because considering they haven't been using that at all for over a year now Mm. The, the level they are at school on maths, they're top of the mm-hmm. classes in maths. Yeah. And it's, I think it's down to that. So there's a yeah. certain amount of... We should introduce that back in to, to them generally. Yeah. Because...
1: Well, Annabelle was playing. There's another one for times tables and um, like doubling and things like that, which is called Hit the Button, Go uh, which is just a free resource online. Um, There's another one, Splash Maths, which yeah. is also also very good. And also there's an app. I think it's only Apple. Um, right. I think, I might be completely wrong on that, but Squeebles right. is, uh, do you remember that, that they yeah. used to play? Um, yeah, and that, yeah, I'm sure it is, because I think we had to put it on the iPod rather than our phones, because we're not, we're not Apple-based. Um, and um, But that, again, very gamified maths. Um, well, that's the beauty of you maths. you get a squeeble, which is a little character every time yeah. you get a certain amount of points. Is or that the one it where they
0: get to add clothes and things yeah. to it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they build their character. Yeah,
1: because of the points that you win, you can then build your character. Yeah. Earlier. And that that
0: that was, that transformed the process for us doing home learning, wasn't yeah. it? It was the uh, w- once we could tap into the gamification of the learning, they just they, they it, it started to reduce. And it wasn't don't get me wrong, it did. The arguments didn't disappear. Like the moment we go, the moment we've mentioned the dreaded word learning, <laughs> there was always a tantrum. The kids would always like yeah. that never completely went away. It happens today with homework like. Yeah. We've been having that today, just today. Yeah. Like, yeah, they here they have someone... to do
1: something um, which seems to be unique to France, um, where they have to learn a poem once a week.
0: Um, like verbatim. Yeah. Um, without, and, and say in front of the class, yeah. without the actual thing at yeah, all. And yeah, and they get
1: marks out of 20, um, and they and the more they can do within this poem, the better. They actions, put a drawing with it, all sorts of stuff. And they both, well, Zach in particular, but they both hate it, and I yeah. hate it.
0: <laughs> but they have to say it. In, so they've only been in France for a year and they've only been in French school, I'd say for a total of about six months. Yeah, because of the lockdown. Because of the lockdown and everything else. So, and so they're having to read, read a French poem, which is normally quite long. Yeah,
1: they are long.
0: Learn it and, and be able to say it precisely um, and then stand in front of a class and recite the whole poem, and then and, and they're supposed to have done artwork to to, to represent demonstrate what the poem that they
1: understand it. Yeah. Understand
0: it, and they may also have to answer questions on it, and then they get graded every time they do the poem. So there's a lot of pressure on them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and there's no um, like leniency given no, by the school. No, um, but they do. I suppose this goes back to what we talked about before in terms of this adversity aspect that you give you safe adversity for your children because they do seem to be thriving through that adversity so it's not that's why we don't necessarily see it as a bad thing because they're delivering I mean Belle got in her class not wanting to be like the proud parent thing but she got 18 out of 20 yeah well they regularly do get like between 16 and 18 most of
1: the time yeah and that's a French class so
0: it's and that's not to say that, oh, wow, our children great? It's just to say that just lots of... Le- sometimes stuff that you know that... I mean, Christ, I couldn't do it. Mm, I couldn't do like it. <laughs> you know, it's like... Well,
1: and they're, they're adaptable. I think that's one of the other key things that you need to remember with kids. I think, again, I said it on another podcast episode where people are saying about, you know, 2020, like, oh, the poor children. It's just like, they're adaptable. They, yeah. they they're can way more cope rest... with this stuff.
0: Yeah, and they're way more resilient yeah. than we give them credit for. Yeah. And they're, not, and they're not, if you think about it, kids aren't necessarily tuning in to everything else that's going on in the world, because no. that's just not the way we were as kids, yeah. it's not, and that's not the way they function, they focus on what their circle of concern is, like yeah. what's going on in my house right now, yeah. what's going on in this room, what can entertain me right now, and I have to do homework, okay, how do I get through this homework as quickly as possible, yeah. that's, that's what they're worried about. Yeah, that's, absolutely.
1: So um, we mentioned some of the maths things there. Math Seeds is actually also part of something called Reading Eggs. The two are by the same company and they kind of come together. Um, and I particularly liked, I mean, Reading Eggs was great for them and they, they enjoyed that as well, which is all the kind of grammar side of things, um, which we still use now because I don't want the kids, obviously, to lose their English grammar um, because they're an all-French school. Um, but one of the things I loved about it was there's a whole um, parents' area where you can go in and just download worksheets. Mm. So alongside them doing the um, the actual online platform, which you might not be part of because you've got your own work to get on and stuff, if you can print off these worksheets and get them to do those. And then you can really see that they're doing it okay. Yeah. You know, that they're, they're not just kind of skipping through. Um, so yeah, I really, I thought those, those platforms were great. I'll put some links on the website to everything that we mentioned today. Um, but also, uh, so, oh sorry, and another one just to, to recap with the um reading eggs for younger children uh, teach my monster to read was what zach absolutely loved yeah um, and that really helped him learn how to read um, yeah. and it's, it's all kind of phonics based um which again i think almost helped with the um with the french language as well because it's still phonics based obviously the phonics are pronounced differently but he had that kind of concept of a letter or two letters and etc yeah. uh, work together so
0: well and what those things did is they bridged that or they stopped the issue you teaching him. Yes. And I think that's sometimes the biggest problem for yeah. their kids. It's like, oh the parent is t- is teaching me right now. And it's yeah. And they find that difficult to switch to. Yeah. Whereas when it's coming from this other plat, this other thing, yeah. it's it's yeah, they accept it more easily, I think. Yeah,
1: exactly. So trying to trying to make it make it fun. Um the other thing is uh to have some kind of structure which again your school might be providing at the moment. So do take what we're saying today with you know adapt it for your lifestyle at the moment because as i said at the beginning schools are very much um doing very different things for people at the moment and everyone's situation is different but hopefully some of the things that we say will will resonate with you and and might help but um
0: well zoom calls for lessons is like we tried that here Mm -hmm. and i don't know what and i might be speaking out of turn here because if you're a parent at the moment homeschooling and you're and the your school's doing an amazing job with school teaching, then great for you. But my experience of it is is just the it's boring for us. Mm-hmm. I mean how it feels for the children. And when when you have a teacher trying to manage multiple students mm-hmm. on a Zoom call, I mean Zoom calls generally when they're sort on a one to one basis, but when you're in a Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. um They're quite dull and quite painful, and you do switch off, don't you? So God knows what it must be like for a kid.
1: Well, one of my friends in the UK was saying that actually something like 40% of children are at school because they're key workers or vulnerable children. So the teachers are actually multitasking. They're managing the children sat in front of them at the same time as the virtual ones. So it's like, wow, (laughs) that's that's hard work. So um, I think it works better for the older ones obviously they can just sit and listen but I think young it's a lot to expect for younger ones but we don't know the situation that that you are under um but if you if you're not being given that much guidance by the school or you don't have the the zoom calls or whatever then trying to put some kind of structure in your day really helps um so you said that we know we used to kind of try and get it done in the morning and then we'd go out in the afternoon but we um actually took that one step further and um, you know it was literally learning is between nine yes. and, and ten and then we can have a break for like a snack or something and then we'll do like another like ten thirty to 11 30 yeah. and then whatever so the kids once they started to know that and and started to know the time as well yeah. um, they kind of could get their heads around that because I, I, it's like oh I've only got to do this for this time and then the rest of the day is my own
0: oh yeah you definitely have to be really rigid with your timing yeah just so the kids have got so much clarity around what they're doing because that was our mistake to begin with i think i think we kind of
1: we would do it kind of task-based rather than time-based yeah and i think we let go of the the task element um when it started to become successful for us was you know they'll just get what get done what they get done in that time yeah um and then if you know if they didn't get much done there's always tomorrow yeah um and I, I think again that's a really key point for for people struggling out there with homeschooling is to really let go of expectations yeah um you know if 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 you've got if your mental health is suffering at the moment because of everything that everybody's going through mm. um you know don't put these like really high level expectations on you don't compare yourself to other parents or or other parents, you know, other kids, um, because everybody is is different. Everybody learns different. Everybody's situation is different, um, you know. And if you can just kind of tick a few boxes by the end of the week,
0: that that's enough. Yeah, if you've moved <laughs> the dial just a bit, yeah, in the week, then happy days. Like it's, I think that you're right. I think the pressure on everybody anyway right now and yeah. then to do the homeschooling on top, it, it, it's it's like lighting a match, isn't yeah. it, on yeah. on dry tinder. It's yeah. like oh gosh, it's because like, we, as I said earlier, it's like we were in a very pleasant environment, and that created so much tension in yeah. unnecessary tension yeah. as well, right? So yeah, if you're already in a quite a stressed out situation, Absolutely. it can be hell. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're finding finding ways to mitigate it and take expectation away, take pressure off it not just helps yourself and your own mental state but it helps your relationship with your kid yeah 100 you know? yeah um because we 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 stepped i think that helped us when we stepped back a bit and go let's just let, let's see what we can do yeah You know. Uh,
1: well and doing other activities um that's another thing i kind of wanted to talk about was we started i mean our situation was different obviously we were traveling and, and we started to kind of use where we were as jumping off points for learning so um we spent a lot of time in italy um, so we did a lot of things on like Romans mm-hmm. um, and like volcanoes because we went up some volcanoes in Italy. Yeah. Um, mountains in general because we were in like mountainous areas. Um, when we were on uh, islands, we did like lots of kind of sea conservation stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really good because we could obviously be there and see it. Um, obviously, lockdown, you're not doing that, but you can like go for a nature walk. Or if you're talking about any kind of cooking or nutrition, go cook something together. Try yeah. and make it um, it's rele- practical. Yeah, practical and kind of relevant. Um, it really sinks in with the kids that way, and it, and they don't even realize they're learning. So you, you know you're kind of taking that stress away.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of advice we got from a lot of the homeschooling community. Yeah. Was all about lead because it also led. They led with this unschooling, yeah. and then they were like, just make everything practical and. Yeah. Whenever they were, when anybody asked anything, very specifically academic yeah. about academic standards, they yeah. a lot of them would just go, "Oh, it's not yeah, relevant yeah. to me." We do it like through play, and we do all yeah. this kind of stuff. Which, if we are very, if you're we used to very s- structured learning, yeah. which most of us are, right? We're used to right. I mean, in this year we do this, and this year we do yeah. that, and because by this year we have got to do these exams and yeah. this kind of stuff, all this period of uncertainty yeah. feels very odd right well and
1: again expectation because i i was very guilty of that because when i when we left the school um as lee said the school had been very supportive and they'd given me um like pointers as to where you can get the uk curriculum from yeah so i was trying to devise stuff for the children around the uk cur- curriculum because at the time we thought we were going to be returning long term to the uk schooling system and um, so i wanted to make sure that they didn't drop and they yeah. went back in at the right level so I was kind of building everything around around this curriculum and like, oh, where are they within it? But, and for example, one of the things was, um, I think by, I don't know, I mean, Belle's coming up 11 in a, in a couple of weeks time. And I think by something like eight or nine at the school that she was at, they all knew their twelve their times tables. Right. And I think they, from vague memory, I think they got some kind of award if yeah. they knew all their times tables by a certain point. So I can't remember the details. Um, And they also had um, a handwriting pen award. Oh, yeah, I remember that. They wrote in pencil most of the time, or all the time, and Mm. they would only be allowed to write with a fountain pen once they got their handwriting to a certain standard. So there was all these things that kind of Belle knew to aim for, and I knew as a mum like where she should be, as it were. And once I let go of that, I mean, as I said earlier today, she was playing Hit the Button, which is this maths game, and she knows all of her times tables. And she's coming up 11, but... Does it matter that she knows them at 11 or 9? You yeah. know, in the scheme of things, really, does it matter? You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You, well, they, will, she... they will catch up at different points. It, it's, well, it's to... also
0: what they know and then what they forget. It's <laughs> yeah. like there's... Because she did go through a phase when she was 9 where she knew all of them yeah. really well. I remember walking down, walking down the road with her and she was just, ask me this, yeah. ask me another one, ask me that. And it was immediately, yeah. all of them, she was getting. And then, but a few months go by...
1: Well, Where they're not that, asked it all the yeah. time, and then they forget. But that's kind of what I mean, though, because I felt like, oh, we've got to keep this up and keep this up and keep, you know, keep all these plates spinning. But you don't really. No. You know, they they will, by the time they're 18, they'll all know relatively the same stuff. Well, I suppose <laughs> yes. at
0: the end of the day, it's about giving your kids uh, the confidence in their own ability to learn. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what it's really about. It's yeah. like, okay, you're going to forget stuff, and you're going to and you're going to come across stuff that you don't know but this is how you learn it yeah uh, and you're capable well actually
1: so, yeah teaching them how to learn yeah. is probably the biggest biggest skill you could give them yeah so if you're if you're really battling with your children with with um you know school based stuff forget it and, and teach them home stuff. Teach yeah. them like how to cook a decent meal. Teach them how to do the washing. Teach teach them like life skills, like yeah. right, how to write a check or something. Just stuff that yeah. they truly actually need. Yeah. Use this time to kind of engage with them and teach them that kind of thing because it's all still learning at the day. It's all still using the same muscles and yeah. um, and being able to learn stuff.
0: Yeah. It, I agree. It,
1: we'll we will take them through. And reading of course, reading is it is really try and get them reading and um, reading their own things things they enjoy um if you've got any younger children try and read with them
0: yeah i'd say your maths in english yeah uh like up there is your as yeah. as that's one of the things that we well, felt again really that's what we did wasn't it
1: we just kind of gave up in a way with everything else and thought it will come yeah um and really just made sure that their maths in english and that's yeah. still what we do now because I, I i sometimes stress a little bit here because obviously their lessons are in french i'm like what are they learning about geography and, and science? Because yeah, yeah. they don't understand those classes as well as the local children. But I like, again as long as they know their English and their maths and obviously now they're French. Well they're the be found fine. I
0: see those two things as the foundations. Yes. Because if they have a good mathematical understanding, they'll be able to and a good English understanding, they'll be able to work out science. Yeah. You know, they'll be able to they'll be able to understand and because obviously a lot of science is maths and yeah. a lot of, the sort of science is about understanding what's being said about yeah. the topic and it's same with geography and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I, I, and there's only so much as a human being and as a parent you can do. You're not a school. Google. And it's always <laughs> Google. Yeah. But there's like, and we feel people's pain on it. It's like we're not perfect at all. I mean, we've met some amazing families who have absolutely nailed homeschooling. Yeah. we've um, And we've watched in awe yeah. uh, how their children behave, uh, their appetite to learn, how they communicate, and all this kind of stuff. And we've just gone, wow. It's like, and it does make you go, oh, Jesus Christ, we've been really <laughs> bad parents, <laughs> doesn't it? Because it just it makes you go, right, okay, what are we doing that's so, so bad? And... But you've got to get out of your head on that stuff. It's like yeah. you you've got to just go okay. Look, really look at your children. Look at you. Look at the whole the bigger picture. It's yeah. not. But and it's not a competition. It's well, we
1: talked about on another um, podcast episode. <coughs> I can't. I really need to look up these before we we talk about it. But um, how to should you raise your children with an entrepreneurial mindset? Yeah, that was one of our, our podcast episodes. It was one of the early ones. I yeah, think. and. You, you that, again, is one of the kind of biggest gifts that you could give your children at this time. Um, you know Don't panic about the academic side of things so much, but get them a, into a love of learning, a love of reading, a, a discipline to do things by themselves. Yeah. Um, all of that stuff will take them through to the future. And funnily enough, I saw some random YouTube video the other day, um, and it was um, one of these big YouTubers. I can't remember who it was now, but he was um, going up to people in supercars. Uh, all sorts of different supercars and he'd just say oh can I just borrow you a second what do you do for a living oh I've seen, seen that it? Yeah, um, yeah and a lot of the time the second question would be did you go to college right and a lot of the time they were oh I dropped out of college or no I didn't bother going yeah, to college yeah. and, and you know and they're doing really well and you don't I'm not saying don't do the academics obviously school is important yeah. but don't panic you know it, this is a small window in time it will finish at some point.
0: You're and talking about uh, COVID homes like yes, lockdown. Yeah, and all exactly,
1: that kind of and and all this homeschooling. It is a short window of time, and if if you feel like you're failing at it, you're not alone. There's a hell of a lot of people feeling the same way, and you know things will kind of right themselves. Just don't panic. You use the time wisely, is what I would yeah. say. Don't. And the other thing I, I would advise is, is get the kids active, um, mm. at least once a day, go out for a walk or or a bike ride or something whatever you're allowed to do I don't know the rules in the UK at the moment um but or wherever you're listening to this but get outside um because that will really help them focus well the it
0: it saved our headspace going from the complete intensity of homeschooling mm. especially in the early days this and that pain by the way didn't go on for just a few days it went on for months <laughs> yeah. didn't it months and yeah. months in fact, it easily represented fifty percent of our travelling experience. Mm-hmm. Easily, mm-hmm. Um, but we would once it had been finished, once we'd done what we needed to do for learning, we would get out. Yeah, we'd go do something, and it was almost like we went from this really tense experience where everyone was feeling like they were completely strung out. Put we put our shoes on. <laughs> Got out, walked out the door, and it was like it was always it was like everything was reset, mm. the family was all suddenly back to normal again. Well, and sometimes we we'd,
1: we'd kind of take it with us as well, wouldn't we? we go go for a walk, and as, <coughs> as you said, like you'd be asking mass questions, or uh, you know, take just... But the fact
0: that we were in a different environment yeah. meant that we all acted differently between yeah. each other, the children were no longer feeling like they were under this pressure of learning, yeah. Um, and we know we they felt like they didn't have this expectation applied to them by us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, changing your environment once you've done the learning bit. Yeah. Otherwise, it just sits in the room, you know, it sits in the house and and you never quite, It's it's, it's kind of sticks to you. You never <laughs> quite get it off you, do yeah. you? And you end up going to bed stressed and then the next morning and you're dreading, like, oh, God, I've got to do this all over again tomorrow. You need to break the day up and... If you look at the way children are when they get home from school if they're anything like ours they're nutters <laughs> they're complete lunatics aren't yeah. they they've been in this confined space at school all day long where they're told learn this sit there don't talk and all this kind of stuff and they get in and they go nuts yeah. for easy what half an hour yeah. 40 minutes they just can't sit still there's loads of noise they're running around and everything else and then finally they crash out don't yeah. they but and see so you've got to give kids the chance to to be kids yes. and not just working on this and it's like oh like get stressed and then go go to your room or oh I've had enough we quit right you can watch TV and everything else if you don't you got to change the environment. Well, we
1: said about play as well, didn't we? Yeah. Um, a couple of episodes ago, or yeah, when was it? it was I don't before know. Craig, wasn't it? So maybe the one before. Uh, it, yeah, yeah for, fifty-seven, maybe. Um, it was There's embracing the, the
0: embracing your yeah your embracing child. your
1: in a child. Um, and you said to me, to this to me from this morning that. Um, we had wood delivery yesterday, and mm-hmm. um, Lee and the, the children were, pon- were piling all the, the wood up against the side of the house. And, there's and, a lot of wood. Yeah. I mean,
0: you're talking probably a couple of tons of logs yeah. were, were delivered on, uh, yeah, yesterday. And so I said, to, I said to the kids first thing in the morning, I said, right, we're all building a log wall today. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> weren't they? And we went yeah. out, and there's huge, great log piles outside the house. Yeah, go on. But you
1: were telling me that they they game of play <coughs> everything. It was just like, oh, we what were you saying? Oh, they we got to do this before dad does that. Or there was
0: if... yeah, there was no aspect. Of, I mean, we were out there for hours doing it, and there was no aspect of what we were doing where they weren't incorporating some element of play. It was like, so what, the way I had it was, Zach had to find the round logs because they wouldn't stack as well as the the split logs. So that was his mission, and he was like on the hunt, for, and he was like climbing up the log piles or, to grab all of that. And then Belle's job was to get the larger ones and then pass them to me so I would stack them. But so Zach was on this kind of hunt, and he was running around on his hunt. And then Belle's way she gamified it was once she passed me a log, in her mind she was like. I've got to pick up another log and get it to that place before dad gets a chance to put it down <laughs> and turn around. And every time I turn around too quickly, to she's like, no, you beat me to it. And she'd be racing back and forth, to get it. And every single element of it was gamified all the way yeah. through. If they couldn't, the idea of just getting the job done just didn't register for them. And, no. like, and I'm terrible for going, let's just do this properly sometimes yeah, the job. Yeah, yeah. And I just completely let go of that. On uh, uh, doing that with him yesterday, and just thought that like, we're doing it how we, like because Belle was like, "I want to do that log pile now," and we hadn't finished this one, and I started to say, "No, we've got to, let's finish this first. and she was like, "But that looks more fun." And I was like, "Whatever, let's go <laughs> do that log pile." There was no really, they looked the same. Yeah, but it was another element of gamifying all the time, and kids need that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think if you can let go of the parental, as we said, on that inner child um episode to to want to go let's do it properly or in a minute or whatever and and just try and kind of go with them um well especially
0: especially with learning and and all of this kind of stuff the most of us are not teachers and never been taught how to educate children and uh, and so just because you've been told or the teachers on a call said they need to learn this the method in which you're trying to teach your child might not be the right way to teach them at all so when the child turns around and says, I want to do it this way and said, just take a punt. Yeah. Let him do it that way. And that's what we found sometimes with our kids when they were just like, yeah, but let me just do it this way. It's like, fine, we'll do it your way. Yeah. And, and let's see where it goes. It's kind
1: of about choosing your battles, isn't it? Because like yeah. with the whole poem thing. I would love it if they would just obviously sit down and just do it because I it takes up a lot of my time trying to get them to do these yeah. poems. Hours a week. Which, which is hard for the you know, it is hard thing to do. But if I do make the time, and I say make the time because you can make make time. It's not um a lot of people say they haven't got the time, which is true, but if you can just
0: carve they haven't it. got it because I haven't made it. Exactly.
1: You can carve it out. But if I make the time to sit down. For half an hour with Zach and like do the poem and like do silly voices or get him to say it while he's walking around in circles or do something silly with yeah. it. He'll remember it. He won't whinge at me, and it's done. Oh okay, yeah, Whereas...
0: Zach won't sit and read a poem. No, Zach will. Zach will literally just walk around the house yeah. hundreds of times, saying the same lines over and yeah. over again. He, but and... then he gets
1: distracted. So if I leave him to do it himself he will take all day doing it and I mm. will be nagging all day and so I'm not fully doing anything else that I want to be doing because I've still got half an eye or ear on the fact that he's not doing the thing he needs to be doing. So yeah, it's kind of six of one, half a dozen the other, isn't it? It's like swallowing that bitter pill to just like, okay, fine, I'm going to sit down and do this stupid poem yeah. that I don't want to do myself yeah. because it will be done rather yeah. than, um,
0: than... Well, and you want you want your kid to be... Get, having a great experience yeah. you know in in the end you know if they're going to be put in a position where they're standing up in class yeah and having to say this you want them getting to the other end of that and coming home and going i did it yeah, and i got yeah, yeah. this you know and so there is that pressure um and i suppose that feeds back into the whole homeschooling thing in terms of you don't want to let your kid down because you, you don't have the necessary tools to be able to educate or communicate in a way yeah. that makes your child enthusiastic about learning.
1: Well, empowering them them to believe in themselves as well, mm. because, um, you know, it's, like, it's a different way of them learning. But your kind of additional stress rubbed off on them, which again, I think is what happened with us with homeschooling at the beginning. We were doubting ourselves because it was so much harder than we thought, which rubs off on the kids. Oh
0: god, it made me appreciate how few how few tools I have as a parent. Mm -hmm. Like I, um, you you think you're a great parent, or you might not. But I thought I was quite a good parent. (laughs) I thought I had it nailed, right? I was like, we got two kids. I'm quite a patient person, and all this kind of stuff. And but it's. The reason why I was thinking that was because I wasn't really being that tested by the kids. Like the school was dealing with a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Like the learning stuff. So I was getting all the, the fun bits, right? Yeah, and all yeah. the okay bits. Like getting up in the mornings, okay, Just get getting some breakfast, getting changed, getting out to school. And then they come home, they have their little madness. As long as they're not hurting themselves or anybody else, they do that. They have their dinner, they go to bed. It's like, oh, it all seems. And then it's Sunday, uh, Saturdays and Sunday, we do something fun like you're not really being that tested yeah. but then when they're being homeschooled that's when you're being tested right and i realized that i had very few tools in my armory i was like a weapons in my armory i was like i was behaving based on what i'd learned as a child yeah. right i was trying to replicate what my parents did yeah. which was step out of line get a wallop <laughs> like do this and you'd be yelled at. It's like, you'll go to your room. You'll go, like, yeah. I was like, all the things that used to terrify me as a kid and make me comply, I was like, well, surely that's what you have to do. <laughs> so, so when they wouldn't learn and we were, we were time-restricting it, I was like pulling those things out of my, like my armory. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to raise my voice yeah. and that will make them do it. And then all that ends up happening is it was just a race to the bottom. Yeah. It? it was like, who can have the biggest upset possible? <laughs> And that's why I stopped doing home learning because yeah. I was like I'm not equipped yeah. I'm I'm actually making a whole situation way worse yeah. because I'm, I'm coming in like a um, like a bull in a China shop saying you must learn this and the response is no I'm not going to yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're being the immovable object yeah and so yeah it's a very quick way of learning where your holes are in your parenting <laughs> um, whereas you dealt with it really well you you would they you pull your hair out, but mm. you were you would always patiently go through it. Yeah, um,
1: I think it's important to try and have other people <coughs> involved, though. Um, so you know, mm. if, if you're if you're in a partnership or marriage, and you can kind of tag team each other a bit, because although you did leave the majority of it to me, um, you would then take them out. For a walk or something, or you would do um, like elements of home learning that you were better at, so well, it would give me a break. Yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, you the way it would work is anything that was going to be problematic, i.e., that they were going to kick off.
1: Yeah,
0: we knew that you were better. Yeah, at navigating that with them than I was. Yeah, um, but anything that was going to be like that, they would just do, but they just need monitoring on. Mm. You would say right now, and then yeah. I would cover that and just keep them yeah. on an even keel. Because we knew that it wouldn't get really tense really yeah. quick, because the way our parenting kind of works is, is is generally we're both the same on most things with our kids. Yeah. Um. However, I'm normally the the hammer that comes down. <laughs> like I know if like if they say something or like you're they may. Well,
1: I can be too lenient because I can't be doing with the argument. Yeah. If,
0: like if we're sat in say if we're sat in the living room and. Kate asks Annabelle to do something, and Annabelle says something that's mildly disrespectful or not in the not in the way I would expect a child to respond to a parent's request. You would let it go, no. and, and I. But it won't get let go because I'd be like Annabelle, <laughs> I'm like sorry, mum, and and I call it out, and that's kind of the way our role works yeah. as parents, isn't it? But um, I
1: think if you're you know if, you, if you're a single parent this is if you, you do need to try and find help and if you can um have like maybe a, a group of you online that help each other or if you've got um grandparents for the kids even though you can't see them necessarily at the moment can they be involved for for example there's a there's an app i can't remember the name of it but i will put it on the on the website where grandparents can read stories to kids right um, to their grandkids, the whole idea is that obviously they miss their grandkids at the yeah, moment. Nice. So, yeah, like so, so just trying to bring in other people, even if it's Netflix, you know, even if it's like Storybots and BBC yeah. Bite Size and um, National Geographic, all these kind of educational programs on Netflix. That. Did you, can... you remember
0: that Bear Grylls one?
1: Yeah, it, that yeah. was uh... well, the, the interactive one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if any... versus Wild. Probably
0: everybody's was. seen it, and I'm saying something that everybody knows about. But there's a there was a TV series by Bear Grylls. And you could interact yeah. with the decisions, but he would teach through oh, yeah. Yeah. through that program, and that was really good. There's loads of stuff, but joining um, world schooling groups and yeah. homeschooling groups, um, because in most cases they're super supportive. You do get the odds, like like we said in yes, we talked yes. yesterday about Facebook groups generally yeah. on yesterday's episode. So you will get the odds numpty in there that decides that they want to make a negative but, comment but the vast majority of occasions they're really helpful well works. and they're
1: used to it you know they they are seasoned pros when it comes to homeschooling i i remember posting a, a um a, a post in a world schooling group um i think it was just before we started traveling I, i'd already joined these groups because i was obviously aware of them um and i wanted some kind of book resources to take with us for the kids and i remember asking a local group in in dorset where we were a local mums group yeah and I got maybe one or two comments. Still, right. still a fairly big group. And then I asked in the world schooling group. And do you remember I got hundreds yeah. of recommendations? And it wasn't because the Dorset group weren't helpful. It's because they didn't know. That you know they yeah. weren't in touch with educating side of their children yeah. and, read, and what books they should read and stuff. Yeah, because they got loaded schools. Yeah. <laughs> but the world schooling group were obviously really on it because they they were already used to homeschooling and world schooling their kids. So. Um, joining some of those groups on Facebook is is helpful.
0: Definitely. Really good, and don't be intimidated to join those groups. I mean, there are as us going back, there are some numpties in there that get very arrogant about their way of life and homeschooling. And yeah. <coughs> I'll always remember, there was one woman. <coughs> excuse me, there was one woman who who raised a question. She was homeschooling her children for something like the last nine, ten months. And uh, and she just saying about she was just sharing some of her experiences and I think she asked a question, and I remember this other woman who had quite a high profile in the group and she might have even been an admin in the group, and she jumped in and she said, anybody that thinks they're a homeschooler and they've only been doing it for twelve months or less is not a homeschooler. It's and, and she really just went into and so, so there are some like, as I say, some sick events in in those places, but on a vast majority of occasions, people, it's a very um interesting community because like traveling, we felt that it was a bunch of hippies mm. like that did all that kind of stuff. Really isn't most right. of the time is they're switched on entrepreneurial, go-getting individuals yeah. who have decided, look, we want to do more for our children than the educational systems actually giving our children and our family. Yeah. And and so they do the research, they do all the donkey work to make sure that and in a vast majority of cases, if you meet... We had the privilege of meeting quite a few homeschooled children, and um, we were always blown away mm-hmm. by... Like, you meet these 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds, and they're communicating in a manner that is equivalent to a very well-formed late teenager, early mm-hmm. 20s. In fact, they could out-communicate and out-communicate with adults... Many of the teen, young, like teenagers that we knew of back in the UK, yeah, yeah. we were always astounded by that. So yeah, don't don't prejudge those groups because they're amazing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> rewards. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>? <laughs> <laughs> um. Rewards is um. You know, motivating your kid through some kind of reward uh, basis is. Um, bribery is another word another term for it but it no it does really help um you know at at school a lot of the time kids work towards a sticker or yeah. you know points on that I think um where our kids are at the moment they w- work for different colors they get put into as to how their behavior has been on that day um so cre- creating those kind of environments um again I read another post where uh, the dad is very much in charge of the kind of homeschooling and and he is Mr. for the day. Oh, really? And only when it comes to like three, four o'clock, he reverts to being dad. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's like created this whole kind of persona for himself. So however it works for you, I think um, the key message I really wanted to put across in this podcast episode is, you know, be adaptable, let go of expectations and just don't worry about what anyone else is doing. You know, they're, they're your kids. It's your journey um, and you will you will find a way through yeah agree this.
0: on their rewards thing if you wanted to make it financial um these guys are not a sponsor of the podcast this is just our experience um and that's uh, we got introduced by my sister i think it was i don't know if i've mentioned it on a previous episode or not I think you did but, once, yeah. yeah um something called go henry and um, so if you have um it, well it, it doesn't matter how old you children are actually go henry would be applicable for most ages now for children and um, so go henry is an app you can get on uh, both android and apple and basically it's it's a banking app but what it enables you to do is you can you can use it to uh, reward your children for specific tasks um, you can give them pocket money through it um, so the task can be about doing certain amount of learning per week or it can be yeah. about washing up or whatever it might be. Um but the great thing about it is each child gets their own little bank account and they get their own bank card and it's not age uh it's not determined by their age before they get bank cards. So for example, Zach's seven and he's got his own bank card and he's had that now for a while, hasn't mm-hmm. he? He said was he six when he got his or was he But um and you control the whole thing by your app. So one of the things that we do is we part of it is doing their homework and, and doing certain things in the week, and then on a Sunday, we sit down and we say, right, okay, while we're sat having dinner, we go through, right, what's how's everybody done, and then if they as and we give them a certain amount of financial reward per, and are you are only talking pence in a lot of yeah. cases for doing certain things through the week, and then and that's their pocket money each week, and then they yeah, save if, oh.
1: if they do it. Uh, you know, if they do it well, or if they get a certain um, mark or something like that, yeah. you can give them like an extra bonus and things like yeah, that. Exactly. And they can also choose goals within it themselves. Yeah, can't they? yeah. To savings save, goals. Save for a certain thing or something like that. It's a
0: great motivator, yeah. and but and the other great thing about it is it, it teaches them the value of money, right? Because they're they're seeing the work that they're putting in each week to fill up their go Henry account and their bank card. And we had a really interesting experience with Annabelle where historically she's just been like can I have this and can I have that and if you ever gave her any cash it she it would burn through her pockets as quick as anything wouldn't it and then uh and we we had this experience where she really wanted to buy something at a shop and it was something similar to what she'd had in the past Mm -hmm. and it might be like a slime thing or something like that and suddenly she started paying attention to how much it cost Mm -hmm. and and I remember seeing her She's going. Oh my God! Look at the price <laughs> of this for that. How can I? How are they? Yeah. And it's because she associated the work yes. that she had to do to get that amount of money. And well, she um, still
1: does it. She's she now like if we're in the shop and she wants sweets and I'm like no, we we've got biscuits at home or whatever. She's like I'll buy it with my money. That's what she she first says, but then she kind of hesitates and goes, oh well actually maybe next time and you know she kind of doubts herself because she doesn't want to part with that money
0: yeah and yeah we've had a few interesting experiences with that whole thing that's taught her about savings it's taught about all of those things and it's also been great for grandparents and so on when they want to send the kids money for whatever reason it goes it goes straight to their own account so yeah if you if you're thinking about financially incentivizing your children and then yeah i'd strongly recommend the go henry app yeah. it completely transformed our kids relationship yeah. with money
1: and teaching um uh, that was another point i meant to make actually teaching through games i mean obviously the kids have all got uh, screens and stuff a lot of the time but actually just doing things like you know um uh, monopoly or game of life or um Pluto or any games where they have to kind of think yeah um and they can play with each other if you've got slightly older children is is great as well because again they don't realize that they're actually kind of learning while they're doing. well
0: one of the things that um we've been a bit hit and miss at teaching but is on our radar to teach is chess with the kids yeah, Strategy, yeah. yeah the, i think it's one of the most important games to teach kids because mm-hmm. what the great thing about chess is it of Teaches people to think more than just one move ahead, yeah. and I think as a child, that's all you think about. Yeah,
1: you only have to see what's right in front of you. Exactly. You see consequence.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Whereas chess teaches you, okay, well, if I do this, the consequence is that, and then this, and then that, yeah. and it, and the better the chess player you are, the further ahead you can think. Yeah. And so I think chess is a really important aspect of it, and again, that gamifies the process. Yes. Um. Yeah. Really important.
1: Yeah. So I will put these um. Things that we've talked about on the the website, but just to mention a couple of others because I haven't mentioned them. Um, So uh, in the UK, this is um, Twinkle and School Run are both kind of newsletters um, or things that you can sign up to that are just tons of resources on there. You can't
0: go there if you're in the US.
1: Well, I should imagine you can get it, but it it won't necessarily be relevant because it's the UK curriculum. Right. Um, but the one that's in the US is Khan Academy, which most people probably know. That's amazing. And that's that's a fantastic, all completely free these these resources.
0: Khan Academy, by the way, is not just for kids. Khan Academy, you can can, yeah learn anything. And um, one of the families that just nail uh, homeschooling uh, their son um, Owen. um, How old was he at the time? At
1: the time, he was eleven.
0: And he was building, he was based off what he was learning on. I mean, he was building everything. Yeah. I mean, I was half expecting something like Back to the Future vehicle <laughs> in the in there yeah, again. He was amazing. Yeah. And but he um, he I remember him showing me a website that he was building, but he was literally coding the website. It wasn't like a Wix job where it was a drag yeah, and drop. Yeah. He was he was like, So I'm gonna put this picture in. So to build the code for this, and I'm gonna put it there. And it's eleven years old and he yeah. was talking at a level about website development that was way beyond me. And it was him that actually introduced yes. us to Khan Academy. Yeah. He's like, you can learn anything and you really can when you go down that rabbit hole and it's it's quite inspiring to see these resources. We get fixated on you have to go to university or you have to go to school and all this kind of stuff. But online resources oh, you, now you, you are don't phenomenal. I mean
1: you don't need to do any of that stuff as long as you're disciplined. As if yeah. you have the discipline to learn. You don't need to go to school at all. it's, yeah. it's all there for you. I mean, Khan Academy is a great one. Um, you mentioned coding. Um, coding, in my opinion, is very much the kind of skill of the future that all kids should yeah. learn. Um, and there's lots of ways to make that fun. Code Monkey, Code Code Kingdom. Um, can't remember the other one. I think it might be Code Planet but again i'll put them all on the website um but yeah on oh no, code academy <laughs> yeah code, code academy code academy code monkey and code kingdom are, are all brilliant yeah the kids love that as yeah.
0: well because it it just they create animations basically yeah. using code yeah. and again another really great gamification yeah again,
1: like move the uh, move the thing on the screen like the ladybird or whatever yeah. it is you know two steps this way one step. It, yeah it's all it's all great um obviously for languages duolingo um is is a phenomenal great app uh, Babel is another one um and then back to english uh literally 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 I mean. back That's to english <laughs> put my teeth in <laughs> literary planet okay did i say it right um, is is another uh great one where it's it's all kind of gamified um, and you can also use kind of what you would normally consider kind of adult platforms like udemy skillshare um, if, especially if you've got teenagers you know the, all the courses on there can cater to all young quite young ages really because it's not like written in jargon or anything you know people make learning materials quite plain and easy to understand
0: the online resources when you start really looking at them and going down that rabbit hole it really makes you start questioning the value of the general education system yeah. they just because of how up to date and how well things are produced yeah i mean don't i'm not saying that Everybody should homeschool because no. that's obviously not possible for everybody. But I think in the world of 2021 and beyond, it's so much better than any any other time. Yeah. It's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Oxford Owl is a good reading resource for, again, UK kids, that one. Um, and one last thing is we talked about um, the growth mindset piece, um, a really good website that I love. Uh, and it does come with some physical um, uh, things that you can buy as well, which I was first introduced to, which is the Big Life Journal. Um, but you can you can do a virtual version as well, which is all about kind of growth mindset activities for kids. And you can print out like posters with quotes on it and they can really kind of take themselves down these journeys of mindfulness and kindness and and all sorts of things that um, and, and like learning about the world and, um, you know, um, diverse cultures and all, mm. all sorts of stuff that um things that you a lot of the time won't find in kind of mainstream schooling um, and that's the big life, life. journal um okay. and again again i've obviously put links to it but um but yeah bell had the physical journal yeah um and, and then, she loved it yeah and then i would often print off stuff from their website for for home learning as well. Wasn't I
0: the one that found that originally and got us both the uh, journals? No, 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 home? that's a different one. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: that, that's a, yeah, that's a different type of journal. No, this is very much focused on um, kids kind of analysing their feelings and really kind of developing their emotional intelligence, really. Yeah. yeah um, their EQ. And, um, and again, nothing really else does that, I've found. So, okay. oh, sorry, there is one more. Um entrepreneur oh, i'm not gonna remember it now I've, I've only just thought of it so i am not written it down entrepreneurial kids. no kidpreneurs there we go Kid, kidpreneurs. kidpreneurs yeah which as it sounds is all about kids building a, a business of yeah. um of sorts um and like understanding what it is to, to build. so i think they give like how to set up a lemonade stand and things like this and
0: it's, yeah and i think as parents I mean, I know we're slightly biased because, well, probably very biased because we're <laughs> business owners ourselves. But um, I think we all, as parents, have a responsibility to teach our kids about business, Absolutely, like, yeah. about the fundamentals. Because the idea of getting a good education to get a job for life, to get a pension, to get yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. No, and if you think it does, you're kidding yourself. It's and it certainly doesn't for our children. Uh, they, the reality is, they're going to probably have. If they are going to just be employed, they're going to have multiple jobs over multiple decades and um, and their pensions aren't going to be worth very much. The cost of living is just going to keep climbing. Um, And so they need, if they are going to have a job as their main, they're definitely going to have to end up having some kind of entrepreneurial activity to top up because that's the future now.
1: Well, those, as you say, kind of jobs for life that you would, ordinarily think of like maybe banking that kind of stuff it will all be automated eventually yeah. um so by you know by the time our children are all are kind of in in their career stages it's it's there's not going to be these options anymore and, and that was already coming but i think the world of covid and um, 2020 has accelerated that yeah agreed so yeah definitely <clears throat> definitely definitely teacher children about business and entrepreneurs is, is yeah. a, an amazing skill for them to have well
0: if no if for nothing else if you're not <laughs> currently in business yourself but it's something you've thought about it'll, it'll help all of you yeah join you join know?
1: them learn together yeah yeah that's so that's a great way of doing things is learn together okay. so i hope that's helped um and we realize there's no utopia it is really tough um but yeah. but talk to people um you know comment with us join our group and and share some thoughts um, in the Smiling Entrepreneurs Facebook group where again there's like minded people so you know there there are hundreds of people thousands of people going through this at the moment so just reach out if you're struggling good
0: (laughs) yeah well that was episode 61 61 we'll see you
1: tomorrow for Marketing Monday we have um, a PR expert with us tomorrow oh is that tomorrow yes oh
0: cool okay Okay. we'll see you then yeah have a good day (laughs) bye